Howdy, and welcome to the Quarantine Podcast. I'm your host, Logan, with my roommates, Nick and Ryan. How's it going, boys? 5.6. Right. I feel very robotic today. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like you're just going through the motions. Maybe because it's early in the week. Yeah, it's still early. We still got plenty of time this week to get my howdy score up. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, okay, let's just get right into it, because I think it's going to be a long one. Today, we are ranking our favorite non-food duos. Last week, we did our favorite food duos. This week, we are venturing outside of food. Uh, how'd you guys go about this? Because this is super broad. Just a lot of Googling. Yeah, a lot of Googling. Yeah. Kind of putting together, like, the already well-known duos and then trying to come up with some of my own. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, just trying to put the whole formula together because there are a lot of things out there that aren't food. Like, yeah. most things aren't food. Yeah, that's, that's a true. good description. I yeah. would say like almost ninety percent of all things are not food. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I tried to keep in mind like it's not just TV and movies because that's generally where I live my life. Right. Um, well, also like I think that's where a lot of lists online came from. Like, yeah, and movies. And TV. Yeah, yeah. Because it's more concrete than yeah, just exactly. like here are some abstract things that go together very right. well. Yeah, and I mean I'll say I'm six for six in pop culture, like in terms of all of these coming from a source of pop culture. Interesting. Oh, really. Okay. Happenstance, but like I'm not there. Right, neither am I. I'm glad you guys aren't. All right, so Ryan, let's get into it. What's your six? Yeah. My six is one that uh, people might not know as well. It's Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're writing partners. Obviously, Seth Rogen's the more famous of the two of them. Um, but I just like put together a list of movies. These guys have had a hand in. They haven't written and directed all of them, um, but have had a hand in. Knocked Up, Superbad, which they conceived when they were in high school together. Yeah. Uh, Pineapple Express, This is the End, Sausage Party, Neighbors 1 and 2, Blockers, Long Shot, Good Boys, 50-50. Like, comedy movies in terms of probably when I started watching R-rated comedies till to up to today, they have had a hand in. Uh, so many good – like, that's just the good movies. It feels like there's a gap. Th those are great. It feels like there's a gap between, like, Superbad and Knocked Up Pineapple Express to This is the End. Yeah. What happened in between that? In terms, I like this in terms of the like, year. Oh yeah, it's great. No, oh, no, no, I'm saying years. a gap in terms of time. Yeah. It doesn't it feel like there's a uh, long time? But you, like, yeah. this is the end guy that came out. I think this is the end, end of high school. 2015? 2012. I think. Really? I thought, I thought yeah. We I thought it was end sure. of high school. Was it, no, it was 2013. Okay, okay that um, seems like June a long, 2013. Seems like a long gap. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. That's first year. But Pineapple Express was probably what 2009. Yeah, it was 2009. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Superbad was like 2007. Yeah. Uh, the neighbors weren't until after, so it was a, the fifty fifty came in between there. Yeah, fair, but people forget about people that. forget yeah. about it. It's a great movie. I've never um, seen it. Is that Joseph Gordon-Levitt? It's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Add it to the list. And oh, Seth, okay. And Seth Rogen, yeah. also a movie, uh, like Seth and Evan's friend. It was based on his story. He got it. Um, so yeah, they've just contributed a lot to like what I love, especially like they're writers, and I'm a writer, and mm -hmm. I figured I wanted to give a shout out to like movie writers. Cool. Yep. Yeah, fair yep. enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you correctly predicted I would have a sports duo on here. Yeah. Uh, it's Tom Brady and Randy Moss. Oh, yes. Have, okay, so my guess was would have been Brady and Belichick. Well, they hate each other, so I can't really do that. Fair. Um, I think there are a lot of options you can go spawning out of Tom Brady. Uh, I think Gronk's probably the like correct best duo. Um, I think Julian Edelman, if you care more about off-the-field stuff. And... Tom Brady, Randy Moss only existed for 
really a season. It technically happened for like two and a half, but yeah. like really just 2007. And yeah. oh, that happened to be at that point the best season for a QB and the best season for a wide receiver yeah. in a multiple different ways. Yeah. Uh, that's just how good they are together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's why that even though they might not be so the best or of his, it's just like. Yeah. The fire that burned in that one season was, was just because insane. of how great they were together. Yeah. And it's one of the first times that it's one of the first times Brady had a very a receiver, and it happened to be the top two wide receiver of all time. <laughs> yeah. Possibly figure. number one. Depending I on would argue number it. one, but that's um, uh, so up for debate. Here's my counter argument that it should be Edelman, for example. Okay, I think that a great duo are good individually, maybe even great individually, but make each other better. And I don't know if, like... I think Randy Moss was already fucking Randy Moss. Then why does peanut butter chocolate... Like, sometimes there sometimes are exceptions... Sometimes good on top of good makes more good. As you as you said, good plus... Like, yeah. yes. So, okay. sometimes there's a peanut butter chocolate combination. Yeah. And this is that, where there are two goats, potentially, yeah. or in the top three conversation yeah. Yeah, for yeah, their... Yeah respective positions coming together and making one of the best yeah. seasons of all time. That's yeah. why I love them. I that that's a very fair argument and I think that if they were like ten to fifteen percent worse or just like merely great, yeah, then I think my argument would be fair. Yes. More fair. But the fact that they were like the best season of all time yes. makes your argument valid. Yeah. Like it's like it's yeah it's so, incredible. So, and just watching the highlights of all of the touchdowns that happened. His one-handed catch over Revis. That yeah. one was 2010, but that's my favorite catch of insane. all time. Well, it's, no, that wasn't insane. that catch. That was Revis's. That was Revis's first game ever because I was at that game. I don't I mean, think that's true. Revis was already great then. No, that was like considered like, oh, Randy Moss is going to get it over Revis. I don't think that was 2007, but that just the one-handed no. catch. And the, like, the one-handed catch was 07 because I was at that game. It was Revis's first game, and it was Moss's first game against. Uh, as a Patriot, he scored three touchdowns and had 180 receiving. Yards. I don't think this. Can you do googling while I? I I'm going to Google while you go. Yeah, on, I'm pretty sure this was uh, was 2007, and Moss put up like 183. Um, I also had Tom Brady and Randy Moss as my would have been with Brady had I put one. But fair. Put him as okay, teacher. my number six is Outcast. Yep, they were yeah. my number eight. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't have it. Um, yeah, uh, probably the. One of the best music duos of all time. Definitely the best rap duo of all time. I would say yeah. pretty easily. Yep. Unless, I guess you could count Jay-Z and Kanye, but I probably I don't wouldn't. think that counts. Yeah, it does. They made an album together. They made an album together, but and they made a bunch of music together It's not that. the same. It's different. It's different. Uh, but for, in terms of this exercise, I guess you could count it. But it's just in terms of pure output, Outkast is okay. reign supreme. One-handed catch was later. Yes, thank you. But he did light up Revis in Revis's first game ever that I was at. Very, very true. Okay. It was 2010 that the catch happened, which yeah. is what we thought. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so are we moving on from Outkast? We're going to be talking about it later. Yes, we will okay. be talking about it. All right, Ryan, what's your five? My five is one that neither of you will have on your list. Uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein. The, Correct, the, the but Broadway. I get it. Yeah. I get it, yes. Uh, Richard Rodgers, Oscar Hammers, Hammerstein, uh, Broadway composing duo in the 1940s, uh, 50s, and into the 60s as well. Um, and, like, there's a bunch of very famous Broadway duos. I was going to give one of them a shout-out on this list. Um, uh -huh. Like, there's Candor and Ebb. There's Rodgers and Hart. Richard Rodgers did a lot of work. 
Um, there's Lerner and Lowe, like a lot of famous Stop duos. spoiling my later picks, please. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, which ones did Rodgers and Hammerstein do? So Rodgers and Hammerstein won this one out because for me uh-huh. they did Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Carousel, South Pacific, The King and I, and The Sound of Music. Um, I love the two of those. Yeah, that's more than uh, that's, that's pretty that's impressive. That's more to be like of best musical ever could be considered musicals than any duo has written. I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, and yeah, they just put out they have a, they have look some musicals I haven't seen, but like those musicals I just listed are all spectacular uh, for me. And yeah, it was it was an easy choice once I really put the works together. For Rogers and Hammerstein, and because Lin Manuel Miranda works on his own, or in a group of four, it's well, like no, he, like so he he's right, right. Like, but then the director, his lyrics, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, he has a director, a choreographer, a bunch of people that he works with, a music director, yeah. Um, and yeah, I didn't think they don't count as like a. He does. Duo. He does work right with like he I bounces put, ideas like, off. I could put like Lin Manuel Miranda and Tommy Kale, I guess, as a duo because yeah. he's his director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that's, Alex I think that's, more, but right. like, it didn't feel right. Fair, fair. Um, my number five is Summer and Water. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you can take this in a couple of different ways. Summer out, you know what's the most refreshing drink when you're out and it's hot? Nice Diet water. Coke. Well, what's number two? A nice vodka. <laughs> water. The answer is water. Because nothing tastes better than cold water Seltzer on a water? summer day. Possibly spike? Well. With watermelon flavored? I guess. But this also is... The beach, yep. a nice pool on this a hot a great, summer this day. This is a great pick. This is exactly what I wanted from this uh, yeah. episode. This is like nothing, like some activity, like the summer plus summer plus water in some equation. You can add some other stuff onto it. Yeah. You know, maybe put a jet ski on there. Yeah. You know, why, a why lounge, you, frankly. a dive pool. Yeah. yeah. But this is the base. This yeah. is the pasta and egg of the flour and egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The flour and egg. Yes. yes. This is like, you can add a bunch of shit to this, but this foundation will just will make so many great things. If I'm giving you summer plus water and that's your day, you're having a good day. You're having a great day. Yeah. I just need, you know, a pool, nice little dip in the ocean. You don't need anything else. That's it. Yeah. And it's delightful. Yeah. It's absolutely super soaker. I have a, a similar super... pick coming later on. Okay. Um, that we'll talk but about. But yeah, they just go together. You yeah, know? they really do. They really do. Yeah. Um, okay, my number five is a baseball game and a hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. So I was yeah. actually just about to ask that question. Because this is non-food duos, is one, one of them the two be food. allowed to be yep, food? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's more the spirit of what I'm trying to pick. Yes, yes like, absolutely. One of them can be food. Yes. Um, yeah. What's yeah. better than going to a baseball game and having a hot dog? There's really nothing. And yeah. also, like, the idea of it can either be that or you're at home, you're grilling, there's maybe a baseball game on, maybe it's 4th of July and, like, whatever yeah uh that's also nice too it's just like more of a vibe thing than anything else so your uh number five goes very well into what my number four is which is football and chicken fingers which i just came up with no i or or wings chicken wings you could put um okay that's that's different and better for fried for me it's fried chicken in general because that's what i want to eat when i'm watching football but it and needs usually to I, be the wing variety. I usually order wings, to be fair, but sometimes I go bo- I go boneless, I guess. Which, I guess counts. There's still wings, though. Yeah, that counts. Yes. Um, I don't, some people don't count boneless wings as wings. Well, you also don't get them with sauce, which is the main part of what a wing is. It's a chicken So it's finger. really, yeah. But we were talking about this last week, I want to say, in terms of what's the first thing that comes. Like, I don't associate baseball with hot dogs because any sporting event I go to, 
I first and foremost will like I try the chicken fingers. I guess in most stadiums, right? And that's where I dip. But I am wrong. I know baseball is a hot dog sport. See, not only is baseball a hot dog sport, but when I go to a basketball or football game, I don't order a hot dog because it doesn't feel yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, I would never. And get I a hot order dog. the chicken fingers or something else, which I won't do at a baseball stadium because it also doesn't feel right. That's why I think that duo goes so well together. Is that you take one of them out, you take the other one out. Yeah. You go to a different stadium, you like yeah. a non-baseball thing yeah. at a stadium, you're not having a hot dog. Yeah. You go to baseball, you're you're like, having a hot dog. If there's a concert at Yankee Stadium and you're going, I'm not getting a hot no, dog. No, why would the fuck yeah. would I get a hot exactly. dog? I respect baseball's the only sport I would eat a hot dog. That's during. why they that's do why, but, yeah. that's but why also it's a for duo. me, I don't eat wings during any other sport. Like I don't we eat wings, we get wings. We eat wings, sure. But I also have eaten hot like at barbecues i eat hot dogs Fair. like on most summer holidays that's a corollary I eat a hot dog. it's a summer hot dog corollary yeah you know? yes. and summer plus baseball right the real pickier is summer plus baseball but that's right? already inherited in both of them yes. so this is the exactly. real yeah yeah some i think so we're what we're coming down to is summer plus baseball should be the because you get all those things no no, no you no, get no. water it's, you get it's the hot dog certainly not summer plus baseball it would be summer plus hot dog right but i think baseball elevates it yeah agreed yeah it does my, my number four wasn't gonna be football and wings. I actually like decided that as we were going. We can through. tell. Yeah, it was gonna be Jack Bauer and Chloe O'Brien from Twenty Four. Great, great. Okay. Uh, right. My number four, Troy and Abed in the morning nights. Yeah. Yes. On my, on my short list. Yes. Uh, yeah. One of the best TV duos of all time. Uh, Troy and Abed. Just, I don't think. Com- I think they're like more than fifty percent of the fun of Community. Um, not to say that it's not great, but. Troy and Abed like are putting in most of the work that makes Community such an amazing show, and so many of the great episodes, like the Blanket Fort, yeah. uh, like with this, which is basically like a three-parter between uh, the Floor is Lava, which is one of the only later uh, Community episodes I yeah. really love. Um, just all of their antics uh, with the Doctor Who ripoff, um, Inspector Space Time. It's all. It's all. The best great. bits that we still talk about to this day would still be either Troy and or Abed bits. Yes. That uh, kind of like come forward. Still. And they got most of the credit scenes as well. Right. Which are some of this the, the funniest throwaway. Yeah. Yeah. I really think a lot of those two, like they're probably written, like Dan Harmon probably wrote them, but they probably riffed so much in those. Oh, things. they absolutely. Yeah. They're especially because he talked about how much he trusted Donald Glover as an improviser, yeah. like Dan yeah. Harmon has. Um, that like later in the season they just put like Donald reacts yeah. like they would just start writing like I don't want to waste my Donald like, does some shit here yeah. right I don't want to waste my time like writing something that Donald's gonna think of something 100% funnier yeah they do the same thing with Keenan Thompson in SNL where it's just like Keenan reacts and he'll make a face and it's the funniest thing they do on SNL they've talked about that yeah and sometimes that's all you need a performer to do yeah oh man alright my number four uh I am doing a switch. I'm going to go with Drake and Josh. Go on. Yeah, yeah. I thought about it. They're on my short list. Yeah. So I think a perfect example, I brought this up for your Brady Moss argument. Yeah. Uh, An example of two things making each other better over a period of time. As we've seen, Drake and Josh don't really move the needle (laughs) on their own culturally, on their own. Right. But together. Right. Together. Well, also just in terms of like um, in the show itself. Right. Yeah. Just in Uh, case our viewers don't know the last names of Drake and Josh, should we we say who they are? Josh Peck and Drake Bell. 
Oh, I didn't know it. I don't know. You never know. No, you might not have watched. I was specifically talking about the TV show. Got the, it. The characters from the TV yeah, show, fair. personally, um, because they in that show specifically they do make each other better as people over time. Yes. Like yeah. Josh teaches Drake to chill and like be nicer to people and care more. Yeah. And Drake, Drake teaches Josh how to be cool. Yeah. And you know, hook up with girls and stuff. They lift so, each other up. Yeah. It's actually funny because I was literally going to say, he teaches them how to be cool too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's true. Like, it's true. Josh was like a, you know, yeah. a big loser. Yeah. We're all Josh's though. We inside. are. And then he gets cooler over time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love this show. Yeah. I totally forgot it uh, when, when we talked about TV theme songs and I wish I had it. But yeah. Interesting. Would yeah. I, like, fun theme song. Not a great theme song for me by any means. But it's fun, and I know all the words to it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Uh, my number three: Bruce Springsteen and Clarence Clemens. Yeah. Um, this is the it's Scooter and the Big Man. This is the epitome of good plus good equals. I mean, like Bruce is great. We've talked about it at length. Clarence is great. We've talked about that at length. You put those two together, and holy shit, they could take over the town, like any town. Yeah. Um, it is crazy what two. Like, you wouldn't think a guitar player and a saxophonist would make such magic together. I mean, I, yeah, I would. But, like, you would think, like, a guitarist and a drum. Like, you have, like, your your, your, your Ringo, or, well, your John and Pauls. Like, you have your Keith and, uh, Keith Richards and Mick Jaggers. Like, you don't think a saxophone player and a guitar Fair. player are going to come together and change the world of music as we know it. And that's what Bruce Springsteen and Clarence Clemens did. Fair, fair, fair. Um, like his Clarence's saxophone work, whether it's solo or like accompanying a song, elevates the song. And then Bruce knows, like, as the songwriter, where to put those moments. Um, but in the same way, like you watch them live, and it feels like jazz, where like they're just playing off each other. They know when each other is going to come in and come out, um, and they move and make it all work together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're perfect, and we miss Clarence every day. We do. We do yeah. indeed. Uh, my number three is Mom and Dad. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Now, it's number three. It's not higher on my list. It's a little heteronormative. You yeah. know, we're, yeah, we yeah. live in 2020. It doesn't need to be just mom. Just... But I think, it, I think it's a it's symbol the sentiment. of parenthood. Yes, yeah. it's parents. the sentiment. Well, you could, you know. Well, some people have one parent. Yeah, some, or three. That's or what four. I'm saying. Like, or, you know. Yeah. Polyamorous relationships are not something to scoff at. I would 100% agree, and that's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm but agreeing with you. It's a, it's Parents. Yeah. <laughs> the non-food duo. No, but it's it's a duo. It's a duo. And bo- yeah. we would not be here if not for this duo. Yeah. You know? And that's really, that's what's great. Yeah. I, really, guess, yeah. I guess that's true. My number really six is. outcast said it themselves. Yeah. yeah. Do we look worse, though? Your parents don't listen to this podcast. They do not. <laughs> they do not. Um, Nor would I want them to. Exactly, right, really. but mine and Logan's do. Yeah, and so now you both get fun. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you should have put mom and dad for Mother's Day on there. I don't uh, know. Maybe you guys are bad kids. Who's to say? Yeah, uh, you know. I'm, I'm the favorite, so that's fine. Fair. All right. My number three, and you guys know I love this, mm-hmm. podcast and a long walk. Yes. Ugh. One of the things I miss most about not being able to go outside is not being able to like go for my long walks because that is like therapy. You for still me. probably could on a late Sunday. I, w- yeah. I went for. I feel like a little weird about it. But Fair. I went for a great two and a half hour walk today. It was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's my favorite thing to do. I walk like I will walk like eleven miles on a Sunday when I have just like I like 
having I'm generally like a very big plans person, hanging out with people, blah blah. Yeah. But Sunday is my day to just do nothing to myself, and I like to go for a long walk and just be by myself and like kind of regroup. And I'll do that by going for a long walk, seeing the city. I've walked like 13 miles. Yeah. In a day before. Sometimes you were just like, yeah, I'm just gonna walk to Brooklyn and back. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I yeah. walked to Red Hook. Yeah. Which is like the furthest away. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, had great hometown barbecue there. You should get. We should go. Yeah. When this is all said and done. Right. Yeah. Um, sure. But yeah. My, it's one of my yeah. favorite things in the world. Yeah. Nothing I love more than a long walk. I. You know, I've never been a podcast guy. I'm still a music guy. Yeah. Um, but music and long walks do go music, well together. As music well. and yeah. a long I mean, walk. I could. I could pick either of them. Like, yeah. I like music too, obviously. Especially because like I have so many different playlists, and like every walk will be a different. Like, it's a different mood. It's right. a different playlist. And yeah. when you f- when you hit the right one, it's magic. Yeah. yeah, but I think that's one of the things I love most about New York City is I feel like a lot of other cities aren't like super walkable, and yeah. New York is the most walkable city. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. um, percent. Ryan, I'll go right into it. Nick touched upon it earlier. The sec- the best TV duo uh, after Jack and Chloe, it's Troy and Abed. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Troy and Abed were kind of. The, the duo that took me from childhood television into adult television. In terms of, like, it was when I was stopping watching, like, Nickelodeon sitcoms and starting to watch NBC sitcoms. And they are just the, the best. Yes. Oh, my... Like, that show is great. Like, I've talked about it at length. I, and I've talked about Troy Barnes at length. But the two of them make that show so... Like, their best moments on that show... Are incredible. Yeah. Um, Troy and Abed in the morning, like, yeah. is something I've said for years. Uh, they play off each other so well as characters too, because like Troy's the big kid and Abed's like he's a kid, but obviously like could be on the spectrum. Nobody really knows where he falls, and like they play off of each other so well as actors and as characters. Um, and, and a great example, by the way, of good plus good equals way better. Yeah, yeah. like. We talked about Donald Glover. We all love him. Haven't talked as much about Danny Pudi because he hasn't done as much. Yeah. Um, but even seeing them on that, like, Zoom, watching the Zoom, yeah. like, you could see there's just, like, something between the two of them that, like, it does it clicked for them as performers and friends and actors and whatever they are that just allowed them to create magic as Troy and Abed. Yeah. I think because they were younger, so I think them and uh, Allison Brie got, were, like, they seem like super close and so like they they definitely had the best yeah. interaction in the show because their chemistry was so much better yeah. also love donald glover finding out that the community cast has a group chat that he's not in yeah because they all assumed he was too busy which i assumed too and he's like i want to be in that <laughs> wow it's so yeah if you haven't yet watch uh they're gonna do a zoom call uh table read of a previous episode and then they released on YouTube as part of uh, the Darkest Timeline podcast with Ken Jong and Joel McHale are going back through the community stuff. They just released them ta- like shooting the shit for another half hour after after the table read of just talking amongst themselves on a Zoom call, which I don't think they've done with Donald in a while ever. Uh, really? And it just it just yeah. warms your heart to see them all just love each other and have fun because she- Chevy's not there either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's great, yeah. And it is crazy seeing because Don Glover does a really good job of keeping his public image like nobody knows anything about who he really is. And just seeing him, he's clearly Troy. 
he clearly is just or he's got the goofy he's funny and he's not super serious all the time which is kind of what he does in public now yeah Yeah. for sure you're two Uh, my number two is Outcast we talked about it Um, let's get into it now yeah probably my favorite rap group up there in like top five music group slash artists for me all time yeah just like I don't know if many other people have the just the catalog that Outcast does of five albums and all of them are incredible with they like, go so deep yes yeah. like all like just not because you've got like Lil Wayne who has a million albums and some and great a, ones and a trillion mixtapes right yeah. and so, like and so like half of them by default are trash there's a lot of filler in there. there's a lot of filler but yeah. there's so but because of that he's got like 10 to 15 great ones yeah all five of Outkast's albums are incredible and you could probably argue three of them are classics like that's how, and that's just how good their hit rate is. And having five albums that good in that stretch is hard to do. Yeah. Oh, over a decade. Over a full something, decade. Something yeah. Like that, and right? just yeah. sonically changed, not only changing, but innovating. Yeah. Like every time. Not like changing trends, but doing something. Yeah. Stuff we still haven't even heard. Yeah. That like, if you heard it today, it would be like, why are you ripping off Outkast like yeah. 10 years ago? Like right. no one's even attempted to do it because they've just done it so well. Yeah. J. Cole, J. Cole did take a beat from them. Fair. Well, like, sampled a beat from them. Fair. Yeah. I, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but it, he did it well, I think. It's hard to do what they've done. And oh, now yeah, I yeah, think yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, it's like this duo with, like, two... Like, people have called Earth Gang, which is another Atlanta duo. Like, yeah. it's like Outkast, but with two Andres, which I always, like, hate, because Big Boy's incredibly Because he's talented. so... Big Boy's so... Net, they compliment so each other so underrated well. as well. Like, yes, Andre 3000 is probably one of the greatest rappers of all time. You could make that argument I'm not qualified enough but I would but Big Boy's probably in the top 25 yeah. and his style their two their styles, styles coming together together so perfect yeah, yeah just made it perfect I never really got into either of their like solo stuff just because it doesn't feel right Andre me. doesn't have a lot of as much solo yeah. stuff Big Boy's, Big Boy's got, some got some good, good solo, solo stuff. stuff yeah it just like, doesn't feel right to me I don't know I agree they're better together but like I, I think Big Boy on his own would have like a ludicrous s career where like He's got some great singles. Album's probably not as good, but he's got like some great tracks on it. He's in the Fast and Furious right. franchise, we all know. He really like he his some of his post outcast songs like All Night, Shutterbug, some of that stuff like Yeah, he's had some songs. Very good hits, great songs, but when they're together, magic magic happens. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm really upset I didn't get to see them when they reunited for the year or whatever. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. Touring again. I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you have a quick Side ranking of top three Outcast songs, maybe top five if you want. Uh, number one, Rosa Parks. Uh, that one's easy for me. Wow. I fucking love that song. Okay. Uh, number two, International Players Anthem Part One. Uh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Not International Players Anthem. Um, the Art of Storytelling. The Art of Storytelling. Part That's one. my number yes. one. Or number two. Uh, right? yeah. Part one or part two? Do you part like? one. I love. Yeah, I yeah. love part one. That's the two. beat that Jay Colta are sampled. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just a great, great beat, great yeah, song. Yeah, so good. And no, uh, number three is hard, probably uh, Bombs Over Baghdad, but I could easily put Miss Jackson up there as well as a bunch of other things. Fair. Yeah. Fair. I have to do a whole three. You don't have you don't My have number one is The Whole World. I love that song. That's a great yeah, song. Great Killer song. Mike. Uh, great yeah. Killer Mike guest verse. Yeah. All right. What about you? You're going to just... Oh, Go God, don't You can't put me. this out there and yeah, then you not answer it. I thought you were just putting Nick on the spot. When you turned it to me, this comes to you, too. I, I was just seeing if you had any opinions. You don't have uh, to if you don't yeah, want I, to, but... It's art of storytelling part one is, like... Yeah. 
a piece of work. Yeah. It's like, and as we all know, International Players Anthem is... Yeah, I don't... It's not I technically an Outpost song. It's not technically a UGK song. It's, again, good plus good equals even better. Maybe I should have... Oh my god, number one duo, UGK plus Outcast. <laughs> That's like a duo of duos. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, all right, what's your cool. number two, Logan? My number two is... This is going to be a weird one. A sweatshirt plus shorts. I couldn't disagree more. Okay. I hate this. Let me let me give my rationale. Yeah. Because to me, it's saying, I'm only putting on a sweatshirt plus shorts if I'm going to be out for a long time that day. And that means to me that I'm having a good day. I mean, I'm waking up a little earlier than I want to. It's still a little colder than it's going. A little, like, a little brisk throughout the day. I'm going to be out for a long time, and I'm going to be doing some shit that I'm going to be wearing some shorts and I'm going to be outside all day and then I know I'm going to be cold on my way home because it's going to be night out and I'm going to come back, put on my sweatshirt and go home. That's what to me the whole day is going to look like. This is an unholy combination. That's such... It's not an unholy combination because I, I get where you're coming from. It's my favorite thing. Um, or, or it means you just had a great day. You maybe went to the beach, got a little burned, went inside, took a shower and now you're sitting on the back porch and you're, it's a little chilly, it's a little windy, so you put on a sweatshirt, and you just had a great day, and now you're eating dinner, just hanging out on the back porch, drinking a little bit. I can't, I could not just I feel like more. Logan tried to use this combination to just say the great day is his number two. Dude. That's, uh, look, it's a signal for what I just did. Yes, I'm get, that's I, the look, point. I'm, I understand where you're coming from. If I put on anything above my t-shirt when I have shorts on, my inner, like, my inner alarm goes off, and I... And I get upset. Oh, Ooh, that's interesting. If I, I cannot wear anything but a t-shirt with shorts. Anything else? And no. I was that way until a couple years ago. So I get it. I can't. But I just can't do it. When I started it. doing this this combination, changed my life. I get I, it anxiety. Makes me feel great. But I'm also I'm also someone who runs super hot. Like I will. I so if I'm wearing. I'm not. If it's shorts out time, I'm. There's nothing else I'm putting on besides a t-shirt. So I'm a I'm a super hot person as well. It's why I found myself and. So, like I enjoy sometimes wearing shorts in a little bit of colder environments, but I love wearing a sweatshirt. I'm a sweatshirt guy, but it means something completely different to me than it means to you. I'm more of a long sleeve shirt and shorts oh. guy because that's the per. That's like I'm keeping myself oh, no. warm enough. See, that I think is crazy. They're both no, awful. No, no, a sweat because. It's the same reason. I'm going somewhere that might be a little cold, but I still want to have shorts on, but I want to keep my upper body warm. So that's why, like, I got into the... I don't do it anymore. I did it a lot in college, the long sleeve shirt and shorts. Um, I, like, I had a couple plane rides where I'd be in shorts and, a, like, a sweatshirt oh. as well. Oh, my um, God. You wear shorts on the plane? Oh yeah, oh I wear shorts god. on the plane. Oh my god! Why? Why? What's the why? Oh, that's disgusting. That's why is literally disgusting? no more disgusting yeah. than wearing shorts anywhere? I don't. Oh, you wear that short, I don't understand. You wear shorts to Yankee Stadium. Oh. I don't get oh. why is that. Me. Why is it disgusting? Because it's 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 so gross. They don't clean airplanes. Trust so me. So what does the shorts have to do with that versus? It's, do you think they clean disgusting. the seats at Yankee Stadium? No. Yeah, there's a lot more. But the but the air circulates. It's just I. I there's a lot more beer and urine on those seats than there are on plane seats. Yeah, I don't really um, understand. But anyway, that. you're both sidetracking me because I want to keep talking about how great this combination is. No, uh, I don't, yeah, it's. I it's, also just can't wear long sleeves. Like I do not. If I wear long sleeves, they're getting rolled up. The only time I will not. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's fine. That's part of. But it. I do not do that with shorts. It feels wrong with shorts. I put my long yeah, sleeves you know. into the back until the jeans time comes. 
So I you would always go. You would always prefer a t-shirt and pants over yes. long sleeve shirt. Yeah. And now shorts. I oh, now I prefer absolutely that strong disagree. If I I cannot do anything besides a t-shirt on my body unless I'm wearing jeans. That's my that's my like I will not do any if I want to put a sweatshirt on it's jeans no matter what. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I really disagree with that. If it's shorts, t-shirt. I'm keeping on my shorts for the longest possible second. And then at the last minute, I'm putting on pants. Like that is the last step. Like if I that's go me as to, a kid, I, I wear pants a lot easier now. If I go to the, like the gym or something, I have athletic shorts, and then later need to like go go somewhere with a sweatshirt, I will bring sweatpants to put on over the shorts because I don't like put I don't like putting that's on a sweatshirt with shorts. I think you might be a little weird here. Fair, but I just don't. I yeah, yeah, that's fine. But I For can't me, it's do like, it. It's my favorite combination. Ideally, you're wearing slides too because you're just like having a summer day kind of thing. Then why do you need the sweatshirt? Because it's a little chilly, and my top half gets very cold. I don't. Not a lot of fat I don't up here. Get it. I mean, I I pretty much wear unless it's ninety degrees or like eighty five degrees out. I'm bringing a sweatshirt with me most places just because I like having a sweatshirt. Oh Jesus Christ! I couldn't. Um, See, I don't go that far. Well, no. Okay. 85 degrees is a stretch. Like, I guess 75 is probably the fair place to put it. But any chance it falls under 70, I have a sweatshirt with me. I agree, but I also have jeans with me. If I'm no. changing into a oh, sweatshirt, no, I'm changing into jeans. Yeah, see, I'm not... I'm not see, a... your first step is putting on the pants. My first step to getting a little warmer is putting on the sweatshirt. Yeah, that's I'm, great. I'm to me, that's crazy. For me, I would rather have my my legs get... Uh, my sorry, my top half gets colder a lot quicker than my legs do. Yeah, I don't, and that's the that's yeah. where I guess. I yeah, I do, I disagree. I don't yeah. mind if my yeah, You're I don't mind if my my arms can be cold. It's whatever. So yeah, that's where it all comes from for me. So all right. well, it we, helps keep my bottom. Well, half we warm. diagnosed it, I guess. Yeah, You're all an right, Ryan. That's crazy. Uh, the classic Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, saw that coming. Fair. Um, so for me, Shaq and Kobe. Like, so I really thought hard about this. Shaq and Kobe are probably, they're the only reason I'm into basketball at this point in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're probably the reason I'm into sports as much as I am. Um, Like, I was trying to think of a New York duo to put on here that really, and of course the Yankees have the core four and that's four players that all mean a lot to me as well. Um, I like thought of putting Roger Clemens and Andy Pettit on my ranking somewhere because they were always my favorite like Yankee duo or like A-Rod and Jeter. Um, but for Shaq and Kobe, it's like two, two of the top ten, if not top five basketball players of all time. Um, hitting their peak at similar times and taking over the world. Like, they're, they are a basketball duo cannot succeed nowadays. They are the last basketball duo. What? Can a duo win a championship? Uh, my original number four, LeBron and Dwayne Wade. Uh, who was with LeBron and Dwayne Wade? Chris Bosh was. Was no one else piece. on the Lakers? Like, not not of Chris Bosh caliber. They were called the big three for a reason. So is it like didn't Steph and Clay win one with, like Draymond with Draymond? Like, like Draymond? Would you Kevin call Durant? Like right? Like this KD? Like where do you? I don't know. I call Rick that. Fox being your next best player. LeBron and Anthony Davis were the number one seed in the West this year. Or, yeah, like this yeah, year, but they, they didn't win a final. They didn't win the championship. Well, because no one played. Shaq and yeah. Kobe, Do you see where we are right now? No, I get that, but Shaq and Kobe won three back-to-back championships. Where like their next best player was Rick Fox or Derek Fisher. Like they uh, weren't. Wadi Divac was Divac wasn't there. Wait, what about Michael? Was, what about MJ was, and Scotty? Divac was only there for the third. Yeah, but 
Wait, what about MJ and Scottie Pippen? Yeah, we know my thoughts about it. MJ and Scottie Pippen are great. We know I don't think MJ's the greatest player of all time. That, I'm not saying that. Game. I'm just saying you're, you're making it seem like I'm no duos the, can exist. No, I'm saying they're the last duo to win an NBA final. They are. LeBron didn't win until he was with Kevin Love and Kyrie. Like, think about, ah. think about dominant players. I guess Kobe, Kobe and Pau Gasol. Like, if you want... Yeah, I, yes. Well, they also had Elton Brand. Exactly. What I'm, saying, like, what I'm saying is they were so good that they made it a sport that you generally need three stars to win a championship in, winnable with two. I think this year was the year of the duos that we didn't get to actually see it happen. I, I think almost every team but the Bucks potentially, that were in contention, yeah. had like two great players. Yeah. And the, the Bucks Clippers. too. Like Chris Middleton is really fucking good. Fair, yeah. yeah. Like, but like the Clippers were a two T. Like, I I guess that's fair that we have more duos this year than like like in the last twenty. But really, like Kobe and Shaq were playing with not with good players around them, not great players. They're two of the best of all time, and they backed it up. Yeah. What's, your, Look, what's I, your issue with Kobe and the, Shaq? I, have no, no, I, I don't have an issue. The only issue we have is that you said... Is your characterization of... Uh, that of they, how good they were together? No, 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 not, no, again, not that. It was saying that no duo... Like, they will be the last duo to no, ever... No, Shaq and Kobe are two of the 12 best basketball players of all time. Hands down, no, no argument about And probably it. the best duo in all of sports. Uh, you, could, you could make that a distinction. The only thing I we get had the MJ and Scotty argument. The only thing we had you saying is that like you can't win with duos, I'm which just, I don't think was a I'm, valid argument. I'm trying to look at the last twenty years of data, and there's not a ton. Well, twenty years we can go whatever. This is no. I, I am trying we, to look at like the last twenty years of basketball finals, and it's been more won by big threes or like. All right, 2006 was Wade and the refs. That's a good duo. Uh, and Shaq, <laughs> who was not Shaq at that he was point. still pretty good. Uh, I don't know. That our only argument was with that point. Yeah. I don't think you you don't even need that point to say how great Shaq and Kobe are. Yeah, but I do think it's important on their legacy that like LeBron needed three people to win. Okay, so if LeBron, Kurt. if let's say they're playing now and LeBron and Anthony Davis wins, that means Shaq and Kobe get downgraded. No, they don't get downgraded. Well, then I. It, you can't say it's helpful to their legacy that they that no one's done it, and then when someone does it, it doesn't affect them. No, I think it helps that person's legacy when they do it in a duo. It gets them closer to Kobe and Shaq echelon. If you win a final like in a duo, you get closer to being as good as Kat, Kobe we're, and Shaq. We're arguing semantics here. We've been arguing semantics on the la- on like two of the things for the past ten minutes, so... All right. I'm just going to go into mine. Can we say rest mine. in peace, Kobe? Because uh, um, that was devastating. Okay, I'm going to go into mine. Yes, please. And say Turk and JD, number one, uh, from Scrubs. They were my first TV off It's guy love. They don't compromise. This is... When I think of a duo, it's like they are inseparable. Like, I don't know what would happen if either of them weren't, weren't with each other. Good plus um, good equals good. Yes. Um, and just... When I two people together, this is them. Like now, they've started a podcast together. Like I, like I, the two of them together just work and have incredible chemistry and just are amazing. Yeah. And I don't like I love Scrubs and it's a greater percentage because of this than anything else I love. Yeah, I yeah. never really. That's yeah. that's fair. I get it. I get it. I love Scrubs. Yeah, uh, they were yeah they were very close on my list. Like yep. the Outcast and a bunch of other people. 
and they deserve the love that you're giving them, especially because on their own, I love Donald's phase on, but like Zach Braff does nothing for me on his own. Actually, he's negative on his own. He's kind of a dick. Um, is that confirmed? Yes. He's dating Florence Pugh, guys. I have no, yeah, I'm like, if Florence Pugh is dating him, he's got to have some redeeming qualities. Well, okay. Well, like, we don't need to hash out. We've he already, went to Northwestern. We've already done a lot of things. Go Cats. Logan, what's your number one? All right. This is also a bit of an, ab- an obscure slash abstract one. Jesus. My number one is alcohol plus music. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that... Why, I guess that counts, Why yeah. wouldn't that count? I guess that counts. Do I need to pick a specific artist? Yeah, maybe, maybe pick a specific alcohol for me. Oh, alcohol? Man, oh. I, I both, but like, or type of music. Pick a type of music. Oh, Rihanna. Rihanna and what's your alcohol? Oh, Eddie. Yeah, I don't think you need to specify yeah. more. Yeah. I had summer and water. But for me, but to me, there's like those a are two lot very specific things. There, there's a lot of different ways that like alcohol and music can like react. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you like be at a in bar. the example that I just said, you can be at a bar dancing and having fun. Yeah. Or you could just be like in another universe. You could just be listening to like Amy Winehouse or something and like crying. You yeah. know what I mean? You could be at a concert. Yeah. You could be in a backyard with friends just drinking and right. listening to music. Exactly. That was that was more my question. Right. What it could be like country, you trying yeah, like to country say. music, which is not generally my thing, but it's nice sometimes for yeah. a summer day, you yeah. know, when you're out drinking and having a cookout, yeah. you know? Yeah, I was trying to, like, were you going for bar on the dance floor or like yeah, I'm at a music first, or I'm at a music festival yeah with a uh, bar on a dance floor is the first thing that comes to mind because it's the thing we do most often right you know like it's I'll the go, most it's most it's it's the thing that is most comprised of this duo correct most of it is alcohol correct. plus music but there are a lot of other permutations that are also fantastic where you're adding for, in something else right, a friend's feeling, backyard a right, hot tub you know right yeah. for feeling the full range of emotions and, and this is like what you can do with it um yeah. Like, I, it doesn't happen very often, but there are times where I'm just, like, drinking and having fun with my friends, which is really what this is about, you know? Yes. Um, where I'm like, wow, I'm having a really good time right now. I say that to myself <laughs> in my head. How yeah. often do you do that? Almost never. That's one of the only times for me. Oh, I do that a lot. I, I do that. Where you, like, proactively think while something's happening that, oh, this is really fun. Yeah. Really? I do that a lot. Because I think it's shit. important to do that. Sometimes I do it after the fact, but it's rare that I do it in the moment, you know? Yeah. And, for a lot, and a lot of times that it is, I'm like drinking and dancing with my friends. Personally. Fair. Very fair. I uh, think it's important to do that too, but most of the times I do that are either at like sports games or like when I'm with friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, fair, fair. I never like am sitting in my room playing MLB The Show and I'm like, man, this is a great moment. I yeah. think I do that every day now when I play my daily Civ 5 game as I'm unemployed after I wake up at 1 o'clock. I, I think in my head, wow, this is the life. I might change mine to alcohol plus friends because that's what really this is about. Is that allowed? You're allowed to. You're allowed to do whatever I you mean, want. Who are we, we? If we say no, you can still do it too. But I feel like it should be alcohol and music. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, because there I was are... just trying to get to the root of what this pick was about. But it's uh... the same thing with the baseball and hot dog, or this even the sweatshirt and shorts. Is that sweatshirt and shorts comes down to you're doing something fun? The alcohol plus music means you're doing something well, with friends. Right. I'm, I'm going to ask the question. Uh. Would you rather be at a karaoke place with the alcohol and the songs or with the alcohol and your friends? No music. Uh, the alcohol and my friends. Then it's alcohol and friends. I, I don't agree. <laughs> but that's a... Uh... That's one specific example. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I guess it's just a perfect combination. I guess I, it was yes. more of my choice of if you had to choose 
would you rather have alcohol and be with your friends or be listening to music? Uh, and if we're really, if we're deciding between those three, my number one pick is friends and music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my number two is alcohol. But and you music. all, like, there are times when you can do alcohol and music without, like you said, just listening to uh, Amy Winehouse and downing a bottle of Grey right. Goose, you know? Right. Because sometimes we need to do that. Right. Interesting I, choice of alcohol. I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, why I'll, not? You guys know this about me. I'll drink any alcohol unless it's beer. Fair. So. I'm fine with whatever, personally. Yeah, I mean, you guys see me drink my White Claws. I've gone through a ton of 12-packs. Yeah. Yes, you have. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do some quick honorable mentions, because yes. this is a long one. Yes. Um, I had the big one. It was Ja Rule and Ashanti I really wanted to put yeah. out there. Because, <laughs> like, one. they don't have a lot of songs, but the ones they do. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, Han and Chewy, the Blues Brothers, Campfires and Marshmallows. Good one. Uh, it's a good vibe. Yeah. Um, Keenan and Kel. Nice. Uh, big Poppy and Manny. Yeah. Uh, and Mario and Luigi. That's what, that's. What I, I also had Mario and Luigi. I also yeah. had Mario and Luigi. Oh, oh nice. Who uh, else? Corey and Sean from Boy Meets World. Classic. Woody and Buzz. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison. Yep. Uh, mm. And Stadler and Waldorf from the Muppets. Yeah. Great. Love those guys. Uh, I had Brady and Belichick. I had I LeBron and D Wade. I had Hall and Oates. No one said. They're fine. What? You make my dreams come true, rich girl. Few other songs and like I feel like Simon and Garfunkel is the Sarah better. Song. Yeah, no, no, no. For me, it's all notes for sure. Oh, I'm with Nick. I think yeah. Simon and Garfunkel. No way. Um, and my last one was uh, Zappi and Iniesta, which is yeah, a soccer words. duo. Yeah, yeah, soccer duo. Uh, SpongeBob two, and Patrick. Nobody said. Uh, also on my list. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, should we recap? Sure thing. Yep. I'll go. My number six was Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. My five was Rodgers and Hammerstein. Four, Football and Wings. Three, Bruce Springsteen and Clarence Clemens. Two, Troy and Abed from Community. One, Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant. I had number six, Tom Brady and Randy Moss. Number five, Summer and Water. Number four, Troy and Abed. Number three, Mom and Dad. Number two, Outcast. And number one, Turk and JD from Scrubs. And my six was Outcast. Five was Baseball plus Hot Dog. Four was Drake and Josh. Three was Podcast plus A Long Walk. Two was Sweatshirt and Shorts. And number one was Alcohol plus Music. That was a really fun one. I'm yeah. glad we did it. Um, yeah. So we're going to be ranking something new tomorrow, I guess. Uh, and the only way to find out what we're doing is to tune in. And we'll talk to you then.